0: Hey friends, so we always talk about confidence and feeling attractive and strong in midlife. And today I wanna talk about how I went on a couple business trips over the last couple weeks and had to travel around by myself which I don't do often and it kind of uh, shined a light on some areas of opportunity, let's call them (laughs) for myself, Um, when you travel alone and you have to adjust to how things have changed over the last couple decades in travel and um, just kind of how it made me feel in general. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Okay, so probably for many of you, this is going to be so redundant. You're going to be like, why are you talking about... Traveling, like you're in your 50s, what's wrong with you? Why do you not know these things? Hey, I don't know. I feel like there's more than a few people out there that get to this stage in their life and they really haven't traveled uh, alone that much. So, anyway, like I said, I traveled a couple times for business in the last couple weeks, and man, some things have changed. So, when I used to travel when I was married and the kids were little, there were a lot of things that I just knew and I'm super organized about traveling. When you have little kids, especially girls, like, you know, you have to have, you know, their little bag and their little activities and snacks and everybody needs their own uh, thing to do and just their own stuff because there is no sharing and uh, you know how that goes. So anyway, uh, when they were little and we were traveling, I knew how to put them, like, where to put their seats, you know, what? where should we sit, where should everybody be, you know, I had to be, obviously, in the middle, and um, what, where it was comfortable on the plane, so we weren't bothering people, um, anyway, all that stuff, like, you just kind of learn the more you go along, and it's all about what's going to make them comfortable, and also not drive everyone around me and us crazy. So I'm really super worried about how you know what I do or what my kids are doing or imp- is impacting anyone around us. So I don't even remember like really giving a shit about what I wanted. It was just about what's going to cause the least amount of terror. You know, what what is it that's going to keep them calm? and keep people around me from turning to me and saying what what is wrong with these hyenas that you have Um, so anyway so then I go like a long time you know they grow up I you know years decades you know I don't travel that much and I've had to go a couple times on these business trips by myself and a lot has changed First of all, I work with a company that there are, it's literally, I'm the oldest person in the company. And so they travel a lot more and they have only traveled kind of during this time when things are super easy and technology and everything is just like, bink, bunk, you know, your phone, everything's done. And so here I am like thinking, where's my paper boarding pass? Um, Like all the stuff that I just used to remember feeling so frantic about. And it's just not that way anymore. So the reason I wanted to talk about this is because a lot of feelings came up for me that had to do with my own personal journey in confidence. And feeling uh, like I deserve to travel and make it fun that's another problem you know you get to a point sometimes I did in my life where you feel like this can't be fun right so I went through a divorce and I you know that resulted in hurting my kids and so I don't really deserve to have fun now I write about this in my book which is going to be coming out in a few months and that's a common problem problem that I hear a lot of women have you have a lot of guilt and then you start to think can't have any fun I shouldn't be having fun long story short my girls don't feel that way uh, toward me and I need to stop feeling that way about myself too so that was just a little lesson in itself like I need to make this fun I, I need to not make this a stressful thing and I need to take these little moments Uh, and learn that it's okay to relax, it's okay to, you know, grab a drink, it's okay to um, just kind of go into my own little world and not make this trip 100% about my job. But like, in the meantime, try to learn something about myself as a person, and become a little bit more confident in the whole act of traveling. So one of the things that was a kind of a big surprise to me was Um, you know, just the whole idea of checking it, right? (laughs) So that in and of itself was something that now, now I know a couple things, right? When you book a ticket, you you can check in early. Uh, First of all, let me back up because the seat selection again has flipped. I used to be a window seat girl. Now it's an aisle seat all the way. Why? Because obviously I have to go to the bathroom a lot not a lot, but if I do, like, I'm sure as hell not going to be like, excuse me, excuse me. So yeah, aisle seat all the way. Um, so select the right seat, pay the extra 25 bucks or whatever to get closer to the front. There is more room. Their preferred seats a little bit closer to the front on some of these bigger planes. Did not know that, but it made a huge difference because on one of these trips, I was in the actual very last seat because I had to book it kind of at the last minute and right by the bathroom. So part of me was like, oh, this is awesome. I don't have to have that awkward like, you know, walk to the bathroom and then try to walk back and see like, where's my seat? Where's my seat? Where's my seat? So, oh, I was so wrong. I was so wrong. That was the worst place I could be just because... Everyone else goes to the bathroom too. It was a three hour flight and it, you know, the loud flushing and then the people just kind of hovering there waiting and you're just, it's so bad. So don't ever do that. I used to enjoy the back of the plane. Like I said, when the kids were little, cause that was like, okay, this way we're bothering the least number of people. <laughs> so it made sense, right? So that's another thing that's changed. No, go toward the front uh, get an aisle seat, pay a little bit more if you have to. And then this other thought I had was like, well, if my work is going to pay for X amount of a cost of a seat, then I'm, I'm fine footing the extra amount to get first class every once in a while, especially on a long flight. Guys, my hips started hurting. My back hurts all the time. And so what the hell? Like I don't do this often. Why not have this little splurge and be a little bit more comfortable on the flight? So I'm not saying you should do first class all the time. I know it's expensive, but like I said, if you can offset some of the cost with your work and they pay for some of it, then there's a great opportunity for you to upgrade when you can't, which is what I did with the upgrade of the seat because I learned my lesson. I was not going to be toward the back. I was not going to be in the middle. So what was left was, you know, these aisle seats and they were closer to the front. And then that's when I realized, oh, there's more room here. Like, I I just, I don't understand how they do the things they do, but there was just literally more room and it was so much better. So I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys knew that. Okay. So check in. Early. So I have the American app, the Southwest app, the United app on my phone. Those are my go-to airlines. I checked in early. Um, they sent me a text. I was like, super cool. With Southwest, if you don't have this preferred thing, like you need to like be hovering over your phone exactly 24 hours before your flight so that you can like get in the group A boarding because they don't do, you know, reserve seats, whatever. That's fine. I'm not that person so Southwest okay I'm gonna pay for the whatever early bird check-in and I do that because I'm not stressing over you know the minute that it becomes 24 hours. Um, I like Southwest I love their CEO I love the story (laughs) you should learn about it if you haven't Um, but when he started Southwest it's such a great story. Um, So anyway those are the apps on my phone I have them set up to send me a message and I'm just like loving this everything is just super convenient boom also know the rules know the rules about what you can take I forgot the rules about how much liquid you can take in a carry-on so I packed my bag I have this like my favorite perfume my Chanel Chance perfume and I'm like where can I put this because I'm not having them throw this away right (laughs) so so I put it in my bag and I thought, well, I have to check this bag because you can't carry on X amount of fluid, you know, liquid amount on a plane on, in your purse or your carry on. So whatever, I checked my bag. Now I know what the amount is. So next time I don't have to check a carry on, I can use the, I think it's under two ounces, um, and get the smaller bottle and then not have to worry about that understand now that it's because you know the cabin's pressurized that's why you can't have aerosol that's why you can't have certain uh liquids because obviously they could be made into something that could be an attack or whatever i get it now um but know what the rules are because sometimes even they're different for international that i don't know i'm taking the i'm taking baby steps here so i'm just trying to help you out so um then I packed my little travel uh, purse, like my going out purse into my suitcase thinking that was really smart till I got to the airport. And I realized that that's where I had my ID and my credit card. Super dumb. Don't know how that happened. So as I'm like putting the tag on the bag to go <laughs> uh, put it you know up at the counter, I realized that my ID and my credit card are in. So I have to wheel it away over by the windows, open it. I'm having a full-blown panic attack at this point. I mean full-blown. And so find it, get it, put it in my bra. That's what I do. ID, license in my bra and we're good to go. So that's another thing. Make sure that you just have those two things right there where you can get to them easily, which for me is my bra. My sister and I, that's our that's where important things live. So, uh, so that was a thing also that I learned. So anyway, check the bag going to the, you know, through security. And here's where I landed <laughs> yesterday on this whole thing. TSA pre-check is a great thing. I don't have it and I applied for it and I'm going to go get it, uh, next week. It is gonna be so worth whatever the headache it is to go to the I think it's the DMV to go get it done um, I watched people just zooming through TSA precheck, and I'm like wow this is nice this is something that would make e- even these shorter trips like so much better you just like boom you miss all of these extra steps and you just go right to the security you zip right through and you are at your gate then you can relax whatever you want to do get some food get a cocktail get read do some stuff on your computer it is such a time saver and for me time is life right now because yeah time is life so if you don't have tsa PreCheck, strongly recommend it i mean for me that's going to be something that i can't wait to use it next time i travel because it's going to save a ton of time and it's going to alleviate some of the anxiety of looking at that super long line and all these people that even though they're screaming take off your shoes take off your jacket don't hear it until they're right there and they're trying to walk through with their shoes and their jacket on it's like oh my god people follow the rules <laughs> you know? so anyway So that's just the whole like airport experience. My company also has a company Lyft account. So I learned a little bit about, you know, navigating that when you are in a different place, certain towns don't have as much access to Lyft and Uber. So you have to really kind of plan ahead. Like it's not going to be, it is like how it is around here where it's like you click one and they're literally at your door because there's hundreds of them circling around in Naples Florida it wasn't really like that there were times of the day that I mean it would be like 10 minutes and then someone would show up and they'd be like oh no I don't go there it's like wait what you can't you just accepted this and it's like sorry so it's different everywhere you go so just kind of allow extra time for traveling so if you are in your hotel room thinking I'll get my lift downstairs no don't like look or look at it look into it before you do it because sometimes they just take longer depending on where you are and that's something I learned the hard way um, so when you're traveling just be mindful of how Lyft and Uber and those services like that could take longer depending where you are okay so that's all just the uh, traveling part and getting through the airport and doing that so I'm saying that to say that I have always loved airports. I am obsessed. I used to love it when my kids were little. We literally get to the gate as early as humanly possible. When there was like very few people, there were very few people there. And sit by the window and watch planes come in and watch them take off and watch how the jetway came out. I mean, obsessed. I love love traveling so this is why i'm saying all this because if you are like kind of mediocre or you kind of like it or let's say you even hate it these are some things that you can do to kind of make it more fun so i'm all about what can i do to alleviate the anxiety and get to the spot where i am in a relaxed place so i can enjoy it and this is these are the things that i'm telling you because Just think if you can get there and zoom past security, uh, zoom through security because you have TSA and you get to the gate and you're there so early that the Starbucks that's in that area doesn't have a line that's 10 miles long or you can actually go sit in a little restaurant or go sit at a bar and have a drink. Like why not? There are no rules, right? There are no rules at that point. You have already gone through security. You can do whatever you want. And even for me, like I got my computer out. I started doing, you know, a little bit of work, a little bit of writing. It's awesome. So right now travel is not expensive. You should do it. You should just go online, look for something fun, a fun little trip. But I advise getting TSA PreCheck if you don't have it. Make sure you're really crystal clear on the carry-on and what you can have, the weight, all that stuff. And book a trip for yourself because the more you do it, the more you're going to see like, this is life-giving. To me, this is one of those things that after I had done like the third, you know, leg of these trips, like I went down and came back, went down, I felt really a lot more confident and a lot more comfortable with traveling alone in general now of course it's probably more fun with someone else but I'm kind of that person like I like to do stuff alone and I was just so anxious because I hadn't done it for so long and there were new rules and new ways to do it but like do it you know get a girlfriend get your sister go by yourself look online take a trip somewhere fun like Nashville or Denver I don't know California they it's not expensive expensive to travel right now there's there are a lot of deals out there and don't be afraid the number one thing I just want to say is don't be afraid and don't think that you can't there are always people around that are there to answer questions Um, and for me just doing it like I said was a real confidence builder okay so that is part one of of this podcast was just like here's what I learned from traveling the little tips the do's and don'ts what I recommend so that your trip can be less about stress and even if it's for work it can be fun and leisurely and a great experience to hello people watch how fun is that you know when you're zooming through and you're afraid that you're going to be late you can't do that which is one of my favorite things to do I love to people watch I mean another great thing to do when you have extra time because you didn't waste it in some dumb line. Okay. So the confidence building part is for me, something that I have always struggled with, um, just again, the nature of the personality. So I want to talk about in this little part two now about things that I noticed as I was traveling that would make me feel even better depending, you know, because of where you go. Sometimes you go to places where there are really beautiful people, right? (laughs) And you're just like, oh my God, I need to get my game on. What is wrong with me? And it's not like I'm saying, oh, you need to, you know, have this competition, but it does really highlight for you that, you know, when you leave your living room, especially post pandemic, and we've all been kind of cooped up and working from home, you know, you realize that there's so much going on out there in the world. And so when you leave your standard area of where you live and you go somewhere else, even just somewhere else in the country, you're going to see a lot of different things. And sometimes you see people that really do a lot of self-maintenance in ways that are inspiring. Uh, none None of what I saw made me feel bad, but it definitely inspired me and it made me think a lot about how people carry themselves and how they show up in the world and the little things that they do to make that better you know to to make themselves feel better so just the nature of being somewhere else made me feel like okay I need to work on everything about my persona right my game because you forget You know, we get in these ruts, like I say all the time, our comfy little rut of dressing the same, having the same hair, never, you know, doing anything to have self-care for ourselves, our same style, we're we're hunky-dory with the same, you know, style that we've always had. But when you go out, you see things and it's really kind of cool to look at it and say, Okay, now that seems very easy and comfortable and put together. Why, why am I not wearing things like that? So what the whole traveling thing did for me on many levels was, again, life-giving because I noticed a lot of things and I just want to go through a few of them now. So people take care of their skin and their hair. Even when you go to places where the sun is worshipped, You know they definitely take care of their skin and hair and so i just realized that okay i love the sun but i am gonna wear a hat and i'm gonna take care of my skin because um, the skin is all it's the only skin i have right so so i got a cute hat for uh mother's day and i thought this is cute i can wear this hat it looks adorable i'm gonna take care of my skin a little spf some sun is still gonna filter through but just the idea of getting some sun on my skin felt great i didn't abuse it so i don't have to have the fear of you know skin cancer god forbid or like just wrinkles right premature wrinkling so people take care of their skin even in um you know these warm sunny places and you can see them because they're like i'm used to the sun i'm not an idiot that's gonna just slather baby oil on my skin and fry it they they're used to it they get it they wear their hat they you can see that they have protection they're getting an amount of sun that feels good to them and vitamin d the sunshine it all just feels so good doesn't it, it Feels so good but you have to take care of it so the other thing is there is um uh, you know there are opportunities to be outside and your hair's blowing around and like what is your hair doing is is the color the cut the style does it feel comfortable when you're sitting outside because sitting outside for me is another thing that just brings me great joy but if you're sitting there worried about oh when my hair blows it's all gray under here or it's really thin right here i have this horrible paranoia about that so know that taking care of your hair doing the color the highlights and having a cut that really you know sort of facilitates relaxing is what you want to do. Again, at this stage, you just low maintenance, man. Just do something that can be outside, that you're not being fussy about, that it's blowing around. Yeah, no big deal. Or have something that you can wear with a some kind of a hat or a ball cap when you know you're going to be sitting somewhere and then just relax about your hair. And sometimes even covering it up if you're going to be in the sun a lot. It's just really good for it. But take care of it in general because people do (laughs) and and you'll feel really kind of like, wow, I feel like an old person because here are these people and they really have got a good grip on kind of keeping their hairstyle up with something that fits who and where they are in their life right now. So it's not super fussy. Um, It looks just easy and breezy and all this stuff. So Whatever that is for you, just kind of pay attention to that because good hair, good skin, those two things, you notice them when you're out and you see how other people do it and it's inspiring. So I would encourage you to look look online. I love going on Pinterest and seeing the 50, the haircuts over 50 or the best hair trends over 50. I always see the same 10 people from the 70s, which I don't understand why they keep putting them on there. It's like, okay, I don't want to see Raquel Welch's hair from, you know, 1970. I'm talking about right now, 2021. But anyway, so that. Um, and then people, when they live in places where you go visit, you see how they use their creativity. You see how they exercise. They, they take care of themselves in a way that maybe you don't do, but when you are somewhere else, you notice it. And people are doing that kind of stuff at home too, but somehow when you're somewhere else, you really are tuned in to like, oh, that's a cool bike she's riding or, oh, they're doing yoga in the park or, you know, just things that you see and you're like, ah, I wonder if they do that at home. And it just makes you think they're taking time out of their day and they're doing something creative or something that gives them uh, energy or they're, they're meditating they're doing self-care they're doing something to take care of their mind and body and when you see it and you're somewhere else it does make you wonder if you could do those same things at home so that really kind of struck me too i i noticed that i notice more those types of things when i'm not at home because again we're in so much of our own little world that we don't really see what people are doing because we're just in what we're doing. But when you are people watching, like I do, uh, when you're away from home, you really get a new sense of, oh, okay, this, this is what they do here. And sometimes it's stuff you can easily do at home. So taking care of the creativity, the the self-care, the mind and body, just those things that you can learn from people when you're traveling. And especially if you go to another country, like you see the different things that they do and you're like, how can I incorporate that into what I do because I bet that feels great, right? Um, and the last couple things I just want to highlight because this is something <laughs> that it has nothing to do with travel, but it had to do with being, feeling attractive, right? And I talk about this a lot and it's just carrying yourself, your posture, your your engaging style, right? So if you're talking to people, um, if you have great posture, you walk into whatever it is, an airport, a restaurant, a bar, and you're holding your head up, you're confident, don't look like a traveler, You know, look like you belong there because you do everywhere. You belong everywhere. So have great posture, have a very approachable uh, face, talk to people, say hello. This is all very new to me. So saying it is even weird, but I just want to encourage you to do it because traveling is fun and I want to do more of it. And I just realized it on these last two trips. So, you know, posture and a very engaging, kind of friendly, positive outlook when you're traveling, even if it's for work, feels amazing. So I hope that this inspired you a little bit today to take a little chance and maybe look into some travel that you can do. If you have to do it for work, try to do these little things that can put a little bit of leisure fun in it for you too, because honestly, why not? Here we are in that time of life when we maybe have a little bit more time or a little bit more money to do stuff like that you should definitely be doing it I strongly encourage it I don't do enough of it I haven't over the last few decades and I am deciding that I'm going to do more of it now and I hope that I am inspiring some of you so that is all for now my friends have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time